Welcome to the 13th bar. I am Pete Hatchell. A little on the drunk side, but it's okay. It's all right. You're safe. I'm safe. Everybody's safe. And this is... JR. What da 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 Barley. For the love of crap and God and all itself. What was that again? Do it again. Do it again. JR. What da 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 Barley. What da da da? What da da da? Where the, where where is that from? Uh, it's a K-pop song. Uh, it was released actually, but I think like December. I think. Was are the, are, are uh, you watching Uncle Roger again? It was the debut song from uh, Kepler. You know that new group that came out of Girls Planet. Blah 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 blah. blah whatever it is, like one of those. You know, well, you know how they do their their their, their shows over there where they all audition to get a whatever. What da da da. The first song is well. The first song is uh, wa da da wa da da. Yeah. But the main thing before they get into it is what da da da, and they do this like hand movement like crocodile. What da 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 like that. For those of you who can't see, because this is a <laughs> podcast. Like, like, he did a like, stupid hand movement. Like, Tiger's duff. He like did a, it. Da, da, he did da, it. Like it's angry. Da, da, da. He did. He did like an angry clam. I honestly know what the song is about. Like they say, like vroom 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 supersonic. So I think it's like getting on a bike and riding. And I guess I don't know what what da 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 why, is. Why? Why? Are you watching Uncle Roger videos now? No, no, no. But I did see actually. <laughs> funny you mention that uh, this morning while I was on the shitter. Because that's when I watch my Uncle Roger videos. Well, I watch my TikTok when I'm taking a shit. <laughs> No. At my age, it takes 35 minutes to take a shit, so I might as well watch some TikTok. When you take it a dump. <laughs> yes. As I the... got to go now because I got to take my morning dump. Dump. As you just said, yeah, yeah, yeah. When I was taking my dump. <laughs> dump. Um, uh, yeah, I saw the Uncle Roger one. It was uh, worst, worst, was it, uh, worst ramen ever or whatever. And this lady's like, ah, yeah, put it in this tea bag. Oh, no. And she puts I can't, it in some I ginger. And then she's like, I put this fresh bay leaf in. He's like, what? <laughs> he doesn't go that long, actually, to be honest. I just I overemphasize that. Clearly. But he's just uh, like, yeah. No that is fresh the bay leaf. It's the worst. Uh, I, it's I, the worst ramen video ever. It's, it's so hilarious. American ramen. If if anybody uh, from America is listening to this, bless you. I wish you all the very best, and 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 I wish you all the love and peace. But for the love of God, do not make ramen anymore because you guys suck at it. Uh, what da da da. <laughs> <laughs> I oh. Like I said, like I, it's, it's been a repeat because it's it's catchy, man. It's I don't catchy. know the rest of it. I just know that out of nowhere it goes. What da da da? Why da da? Why da da? I'm like I don't know what that is, but that's a catchy line. I'm gonna have to look at it when I get home tonight. Kepler. Well, you um, know, but, but instead the L is the number one. You know how the you know, you know, today's generation. You know, you know. Um. This is the 13th bar. We talk crap. We talk shit. We talk rubbish. I don't know what border... Well, yeah. As you can tell by the fact that I'm just making weirdo noises with with da-da-das, and you're like, ah... No, it was me. That was you. That was me, sorry. I'll make weirdo noises later. Don't (laughs) don't worry about it. We're going to talk about something really... uh, What (laughs) da-da-da? Close to my heart, but yet very weird at the same. I don't know if we're allowed to talk about those kind of things on this podcast. Mate. We're talking about the album. 
Oh, yeah, sorry. I thought we were talking about your. Uh, you no, know, no, no. I thought no, we were talking no. about your. Don't, 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 don't. Plastic surgery procedure. Don't. Oh. Penis just, enlargement is a plastic surgery procedure, by the way. Just because it didn't work doesn't mean it doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> what? Da, da, da. <laughs> I'm, I'm oh. not gonna fucking bring that over you. What, until someone tells me what the fuck it means, I'm just gonna keep on saying it. I love gold, Choma! <laughs> like I, I, I had an unfortunate smelting accident! <laughs> oh no! I'm just gonna take what da 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 to be the new wow. Keishi and the Sunshine Band? Dashed away, uh huh, uh huh, I like it. <laughs> I don't know. You know I like it. Just, yeah. No, no, yeah. that was that yeah. was really laboring the point. <laughs> well, I promised we weren't going to talk about that part of the world, but there we are. So, if you're wondering why we sound <laughs> a little bit more uh, looser than we normally do, people, Oi! you don't talk about the goose and the loose. No, we 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 had a recording session, and we may have had a couple of uh, beverages, a la alcohol, throughout. I'll drink to that. Oh, yeah. It was there was a day I saw a dog come into the bar, lay a dump right on the right on the bar right on the bar stool, and then he walked out and he didn't say a word. How rude! How fucking rude was that? I got one for you. Go on. Sarah has no arms. <laughs> Sarah walks up to your house. Go. Knock, knock. How the hell does she knock without any arms? And that's the point. What da da da? <laughs> my, my apologies to our audience. Actually, no, screw you guys. <laughs> screw you guys. I'll be as drunk as I want to be. I don't give a fuck. I'm just going to just talk. And, and this is our, ooh, our first reoccurring segment of the show. Wow. Oh, of this show, yes. Of this show? Yeah, yeah. First yeah, yeah, reoccurring yeah. segment of the show. All hail Major. <laughs> Champ is awesome. <laughs> Willow, you're fucking great. I don't want to wait to this night to be over. I really, I don't know what <laughs> What da da da? <laughs> And if nobody knows what we're referring to, it's it's actually the Biden's uh, presidential pets, Major, Champ, and Willow. Uh, there are shirts available on our merch store. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can find the link. So you can pick who you support. There's the uh, Champ is awesome. Champ is shirt. awesome. Uh, the Major is awesome. Shirt. Major is awesome. And the Willow is boss. Willow is boss. And, and having said that, Clearly, I mean, I know we said we weren't going to talk about it. Go. But we have to bring it up. Go. All right? Okay. Biden. Biden. Okay. Okay. Biden. Champ has moved on. Rest in peace, Champ. Rest in peace, Champ. We love you, Champ. Rest in peace. Okay. 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 And clearly, Major is not scary enough. Okay. Yet. Yet. Well, I agree. Yet. 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 But from what I hear... Willow is boss. Okay. Send Willow over to beat the shit out of Putin. Willow pisses on Lincoln's bed. That's what I mean. 
I've heard stories about Willow not giving a shit about anything in the White House. All right? All right? So, Joe, Jill, I hear you're struggling with that part of the world. Willow's Willow's all up in the Oval Office. We will get over there and rub her fanny all over that fucking Kremlin to the point where... Let's be honest. It's all good. Putin needs a pussy to tell him what to do. And clearly, the eight wives he has aren't. True so, that. you know, Willow, Willow, because Willow is boss. So, first off, may I say, uh, peace and love to all the people in the Ukraine. Hope everything works out. Lots of love. Every time, and even before this podcast, we're, we're going to talk about that shit. Yeah, and then, and we, then we, we just talked did. about it. We just did. Um, we just did. And wasn't the stupidest photo in the whole goddamn world Putin on a horse without a shirt on? Seriously, that was the stupidest photo in the world. I'd like to agree with you, but considering the photoshops I've seen and the, <laughs> and the hilarity of those photoshops, I'm going to have to disagree. I'm going to have to disagree. Okay, the stupidest unedited photo in the world. Um, thinking, yeah, actually, actually, yeah, over the Trump ones. I agree. Actually, uh, uh, we're going to go off on a tangent because of the 13th bar. <laughs> What is one of your favourite photos? One of your favourite artistic photos? Well, what do you mean by artistic photos? Uh, classic, iconic, artistic photos. Just in general? In general. Including artwork? Yeah, I'm going to give you that. I'm gonna, um, like I'm, I may rein it back right? in, but I'll try and uh, I'll see the, how we go. Yeah, I'm talking about the Mona Lisa and stuff like that, yeah. No, 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 no. So not We're talking about stuff. A, photo- a photograph, uh, a, a photograph. Oh, oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, uh, I have two, by the way. Jeez, mm, I don't know. Well, the number one, one for me, yeah. off the top of my head, would have to be the photo of the uh, Crab Nebula of the second of July, nineteen eighty-two. Uh, only because I was born that day. The, yeah, that's not an artistic photo, though. That's oh, what I'm looking for. Oh, I'm looking for oh. an artistic. Okay, so one of my artistic I really photos. don't, I don't know, because there's a lot of artistic stuff that, you know, I'm kind of like, that's cool, but it's not like anything jumps out at me. No, know? well, so there are two for me. One of mine is the guy, the guy in, the, in the armchair with the speaker with the blown away. Ah, uh, okay. Really? Don't it's know a that photo. One. Yeah, I do, but it's a photo. Really? I think that's a really powerful photo. It's a photo. And then there's the naked chick in the chair. Which naked chick in a chair? No, the one that you can't see anything because she's like, uh, she's got the chair back oh, in front yeah, of yeah. her. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Look, um, you know, photography wise, I'm into the landscape ones. It wasn't well, the landscape, but you know, like the natural ones, like the, the ones that just happen to catch, like, you know, the three lightning bolts merging into one kind of right. stuff. You know, like okay. I said, like the photos of like this one moment in space. Um, yep, 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 yep. You know, yep. uh, those kind of ones. Like the other stuff, I'm kind of like... Eh. You don't like the Homeless in New York photo series and stuff like that? No, I, I, I'm more into the artistic stuff. Like, you know, like we say, like the painted ones, you know, you know or, or the Banksy stuff. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, more into that. The photography stuff, I'm like, once again, I'm like, it's cool. You know, I've got plenty of mates that do it. Don't get me wrong. And same with us, like looking for all our... Oh, totally. You know, cool band covers and stuff like that. Like there's <laughs> yeah. plenty of photos where I'm like, that's kind of cool. Kind of cool. Um, but I wouldn't say there's ones where I'm like, well, I was looking at actually one the other day and some city folk dude was like, he went out like north to 
We also built a castle main around that area. Yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, here's my next series of photos. And it's like, uh, days gone by. And it's like photos of dilapidated, you know, sheds and shit and houses that are falling over. And I can understand from a city perspective, you'd be like, oh, that's amazing. But like, I, no. grew, I grew up when I was on the other side of that, the other side of the fucking fence. No, you know? but that's not, that's not, uh, there, there, there's a story behind the blown I'm, away photo. There's a story behind. I had the, the story. The, 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 I know. The, the, the naked girl in the chair I, photo. There's... I know. I've, I've heard of all those. I'm just, like I said, there's a part of me that just goes, uh, you know, photography's cool for the time and place, but I wouldn't, you know, you know like to me, the, the best photos are those that, you know, like the one that's just happens to catch. You're you're a lightning in the bottle the, guy. Absolutely, the one that just happens to catch you know Bobby Kennedy being shot. I think that's a great photo. Wow, I'm, that's amazing. I, but I think that's it too. I think knowing I think, you like the war kiss photo, don't you? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, but but I think that's what it is. Like to me, photography, those kind of photos is like capturing the world around. That is lightning in a bottle. That's capturing a moment in a yeah, bottle. You know, yeah, lightning yeah, in a bottle. Yeah. yeah. Um. And that's what those right time, right place. Right? <laughs> there yeah. are many photographers out there where you know they try to manufacture the shot, or they like wait around for three days for it. Oh and god, th- yeah. And then you see the photo where it's like it was just in amongst the twenty I take, and you go, "That's the one that I sp- that I feel the most." Only because as you say, like the story that goes with it, to me, almost feels more real. You know, the other stuff. I'm, I'm saying the other stories aren't real. Yeah, but. When you're kind of like, really, mate? Like, you know, you waited around for three days to take that sunset shot. I know there's a story behind it. But the story also includes you waited three days for it. Um, <laughs> you know, the person who's like, I turned around, I took a bite of my taco and went, snap. Like, yeah. There's the story. That's, yeah, right? but that's where you, that's where your, um, that's where your, uh, visualism or visual art lies. My visual art lies way in a different place, way in a different place. Yeah. yeah. I want to make the moment. I want to manufacture the moment. Yeah. Like, so, so if you're going to do that, like that's where the artwork, like uh, uh, painted artwork, you know, and oh, stuff totally. like that kind of come into play there. Because you're that's, you're that's, more that's, a Picasso. I'm more of a realism. It's so funny. Uh, not Picasso. Uh, I would say, um, oh, God. Yeah, Picasso. The dude chopped off his ear. Yeah, yeah, Picasso. Yeah, 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 yeah Picasso. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. am I a Picasso. Yeah. Having said that, the weirdest thing yeah. is my favorite artist is Monet. But anyway, whatever the hell. I can see why. Well, my favorite, and actually, to be honest, my favorite is Picasso. I do like, like, I think my, my favorite one of his is definitely self-portrait. By the way, how do we get so esoteric? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm because gonna, we're like a slab and a half deep, bro. Slab and a half deep. I'm what gonna da, repair da, this. Da. What da, I'm gonna repair this esoteric <laughs> poo. You took photos of poo. Having said that, in my spare time, <laughs> my favorite thing, my favorite thing about coffee tables. Sorry, my favorite thing about photos is, and I've always wanted to do it. Go is the coffee table photo book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I find them. Absolutely hilarious because uh, some of my mates have, have made those, you know, and they're like, oh, you know, applaud, play, uh, 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 plow through like 1,200 photos to find it. I'm like, it's a bloody coffee table book, all right? It's, so it's all about the theme. Yeah. Right? Just take photos of dog poo, 
put it in a book. Like, like 30 photos of dog poo in a book and call it a walk in the park. New York bestseller right there. We have so devolved so quickly. <laughs> right? We were talking about some really artsy, esoteric photos. Some meaningful, I am talking about dog shit. we're talking t- about photos of dog poop. I'm talking about dog shit. And what da 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 Seriously, someone's going to come to me and be like, that actually means blah. I'm like, well, I'm just going to keep pretending that it's like, Blah. What? Da, da, da. Like, it doesn't mean shit. Doesn't mean um, shit. All right. So why have we drunken so much? I'm going to tell you. Um, JR's going to be quiet for a moment. I'm going to tell you why we've drunk a slab and a half. Before you say that, I will say uh, drank. Drinking. When you said drunken, it's we drank. Whatever the hell. Right. Like right. I don't need grammar being. We have drunk. drunken so much that my grammar's coming out. I don't need grammar after having drunk so much beer. I agree. Kelsey grammar should just disappear. I hate Fraser. Exactly. After, after, I, I've I, drink, after I've drinking beer, I don't need to watch Kelsey. I, I, I do not like Fraser, but I love Sideshow Bob. Having said that, after drinking too much, I could watch some Sideshow Bob. <laughs> <laughs> we had a recording session earlier today with no. a special guest. We did. And uh, we drank a lot of beer, and now we're doing this podcast. And because of time. Um, it's 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 actually eleven thirty at night right now, and hopefully <laughs> nobody's going to come to the door and go. Ah, would you shut the doors up? But nobody will because nobody's here. Well, that and like sometimes, uh, you know, I drink too much and I get home about eleven o'clock. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, I'll 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 put on Justice League. <laughs> I, I, I can't hear the TV. So I turn it It's hot and it's hot in the house. So I open the back door where it's just a fly screen. <laughs> TV's at like 24, 26, and I'm asleep. And then I wake up and I'm like, oh my God, for the last two hours, all my neighbors heard of being like, <laughs> and they haven't complained. I'm so whelmed. <laughs> What da da da? <laughs> Only people who get who, who get to hear Justice, <laughs> young Justice will get that <laughs> reference. Crash! It's very crash. Very crash. It's very crash. Crash! It's very crash. Yeah. I forgot that. I, I, I'm gonna have to watch I, just like young Justice again. I, I have love them, that. I have them on DVD. I'm watching season three right. Now. I've never seen season three. It I came out I've in 2019. Season three. Yeah. I, I haven't it. watched that yet. Season it. season four comes. Uh, the first half's come out. And the rest comes out apparently really? later. So season four, the first half, first four episodes. Came about in 2021. By the way, Justice League uh, Dark is amazing. I also have actually the full complete Justice League. Okay, because once again, I'm bored. Okay, I've bought my bored. wall of trumpets. No, I'm not buying anything else. No, but you've seen my. I bought my wall of trumpets. Yes. So you, now I'm like, I'm going to buy those cartoon series that I remember watching. Buy those cartoon series. I'm not buying any more instruments. I'm going you to buy just want me guitar. to buy the cartoon series so you can be like, no, I, I everything's on that? digital now. Can I borrow no. that? Can I borrow that? No. Well, guess what? Digital. You can't borrow that. You want to know why you can't borrow it? Why? Because everything I'm buying at the moment is region one. <laughs> I don't care. I Everything's <laughs> digital now. Everything is digital. Good. You download it. You do that way. Yeah. Yeah, no, you're fine. Either fine. that or I'll just, I'll, I'll, I'll hack your Disney. One of the two. Uh, I'll hack your Kayo. 
<laughs> Quid pro quo, you say? That's right. That's right. Yeah. Speaking of Disney Plus, God, the, the next series better come out soon. I'm Funny like, story. Jesus, there's nothing on there at the so moment. So I gave, I gave I JR know. my second KO profile. I gave Pete my second Disney Plus profile. Yeah, but... After six weeks of giving JR my second KO profile, I got an email from KO saying, you, you, you've you used so much of our service, we're going to give you a $5 discount for the next six months. <laughs> yeah. So, and unfortunately, my new job, I can't watch as much sport anymore. So I didn't get to watch as much. Uh and the MLB is on hiatus still. They're still in strike mode, so there's no baseball at the moment. Bugger. NBA stinks. Oh, uh, wow. I got a few. Well, I'll probably watch. Well, we're in March now, so I watch March Madness and I'll, and I'll watch the playoffs. Um, Are you still watching wrestling? No. No? I was, but I've got no time now, dude. Poor thing. You know? Now I have to watch the recap show where they recap the whole thing in 20 minutes. Okay. Fair yeah. call. Fair yeah. call. yeah. yeah. By the way, why is Edge back? Although Money. I love Edge. Money. Money. Apparently Edge is he's, awesome. He's turned heel again. He's heel Edge. Oh, yes. He turned heel last week. And what about his wife? Lita. Yeah. So she just did a show in Saudi Arabia uh, against Becky Lynch. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Went down really well. But it's Becky Lynch, man. Like, she's the... Uh, she's the GOAT. Like, I'm going to say this, but like, fuck Charlotte Flair. Like, Becky Lynch. Oh, Charlotte Flair can go kiss my ass. Yeah, you know, like, like uh, uh, Becky Lynch actually, like, you know, makes like, the other wrestlers look good. She understands what it's like. It's not about her, you know. Charlotte's all about me, 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 you know, whereas Becky will. So she's like Rick. Pretty much. Uh, but Becky will play the game. But um, I watched the Saudi Arabia match, and uh, like, Lita looked really good. And I'm like, I know Lita is not that good. That's just Becky. And it was a fifteen. Putting like, her over. It was close to fifteen minutes. Really, it was a long one. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. For a girl. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And in Saudi Arabia, it's stinking hot heat and what is it? So, um, but yeah, like it, that's that's Becky with working who she's got. Because Lita was definitely stiff. Wow. No, but uh, good job. Yeah, it, it made Lita look really good. 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 You know, good. And, and they just come back now heel because you know we're. I always uh, love uh, these edges of heel. Though. WrestleMania is like late March, early April. It's a long way now. Is he is he a goofy heel or is he a dark heel? No, he's dark heel. Da- oh, yeah. I'm going to have to watch that then. Dark heel. Dark heel. Excellent. You know, Excellent. I'm looking forward to WrestleMania, man. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. Vince McMahon, I'll find out on Thursday. So I'll find out actually like Thursday America, so Friday. Yeah. So uh, Vince McMahon is appearing in the Pat McAfee show. <laughs> Thursday in America, but like, you know, Friday our time. Um, and rumor has it to kick off uh, a WrestleMania, uh, you know, to kick off a, a, a you know a bit cool, yeah, a bit for WrestleMania. Vince McMahon hasn't wrestled since like Kurt Angle, like WrestleMania. God knows how many years ago. He's like what seventy eight, seventy nine years old, something like that. I don't know if he's going to wrestle, but I am looking forward to seeing what the hell comes out of that. Even though he is. Because he's great on the mic, and so is Pat. So I'm looking forward to seeing those two just slagging each other off on the mic. One of my favorite ever Vince McMahon moments is Donald Trump beating up Vince McMahon. Yeah. That is one of my favorite Vince McMahon moments. That's what I mean. Like, Vince never tries to be the good guy. It's always like, 
playing the bad guy. Always. And buries everyone. And yep. So I, I can't wait to see. Like, I, I, you know, old man Vince, I'm not. I'm like, oh, I couldn't care to see him come out, but I'm looking forward to seeing uh, like 78-year-old Vince yeah. come out to try. He's not going to wrestle, let's be honest. He'll get someone else to dip, to dip in for him. But he will probably try and push the agenda the entire way right at the WrestleMania that he's going to wrestle. Totally. I cannot wait to see Vince McMahon try and play us all like a fiddle. It's never going to happen. It's going to be hilarious. It's going to be so funny. Always. I can't wait. So it is time for our topic of the podcast. Topic of the month. All right. All right. All right. We're kicking off a new ongoing topic slash segment that we hope to replicate. Go ahead. I'm going to let you introduce this. It's better for you to introduce this. Well, I'm not going to say what it is, but I'm going to say, so like, you know, like Pete and I, you know, we talk about a lot of stuff and... uh, We do. You know, like, and uh, Jamie's wrong about a lot of it. Exactly. You know, we have disagreeing opinions on quite a lot of stuff. So, especially old stuff, you know, because Pete's old. I am. There we go. I'm so glad. Um, I'm so, that's funny because they did a song. I'm so glad. I'm so glad. I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad. So, so um, whatever the hell that was. Um, it was so, a cream song. Oh, okay. I'm yeah. so glad. Yeah, yeah, okay. Well, it did make me cream, so it didn't count. Oh. Um, uh, so we're doing a, hopefully a recurring one, just like how we did the Spotify stuff and everything. Yeah. So this is where Pete and I, we called the Retro Record Review, or just Ret- Retro Record. Retro Record. So we look at a record, yep. you know, in the American vernacular. So we're not yep. talking, so it's not going to be anything modern, of course. It's going to be probably something that was released on vinyl. Yes, Absolutely. Um, and we and we basically discuss the retro record and what we think of it and where it is, and uh, because it is called retro record and Pete is so retro, I am. I thought that I would say, "Hey, Pete, you named the first retro record that we're going to talk about." So when Jamie gave me this task, I was uh, I've got a lot of things going on right now. I've got a lot of distractions happening. I'm going, oh, my God, how could I be bothered doing this? I don't know what to talk about. Yada, yada, yada. Well, hang on, hang on. It's a 35 podcast. You will be bothered. Um, <laughs> and then I realized a record that, number one, Jamie would get and also Jamie wouldn't get. For the record, for the retro record, I get it and I've heard it. All right. But he doesn't get it all. And it's one of my favourite ever releases. I get it. You're just biased with your rose tinted glasses. Well, they're, 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 that's partly true. Um, it's in my top 10 records. It, if, if I had to, if I could only pick 10 records to go on a. a, 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 a a, a Desert Island. Island. Desert Island. Yeah. This would be one of them by far. See? See? Yeah. Definitely. That, that's why I'm pretty... So when it's my turn to pick, I can tell you now, I will not pick one of my 10 records. Well, no, this is this is a really important record. I will pick the most one that will weird you out the most. So I'm gonna, what I'm going to do <laughs> is I'm going to tell you the record, tell you why it's so important, tell you why it's so awesome, and then we're going to go through Jamie's opinion of that record and its tracks. So the record, that I'm, that. the record that I'm talking about is uh, from the band Cream, Eric Clapton, Jack Bruce, and Ginger Baker. 
and the record is called Disraeli Gears. This is one of the most important records in cultural music history ever. Modern. It, it is an amazing record. It literally changed my life, changed the way that I viewed music, changed the way that I viewed lyrics, changed the way that I viewed how a song should be or how a recording should be. And also made me fall in love with the guitarist in the band being Eric Clapton. And also really made me have a really weird relationship with the bass player, Jack Bruce, because Jack was, I consider to be a tortured soul, very tortured soul. But this record encompassed psychedelica, Dadaism, blues, some would say some rock and roll, um, and even virtuosity. And this is why I think that this is one of those albums that everybody in the world has to hear. Take it away, Jamie. Let's start with the first track, Strange Brew. Well, I, I just will say that uh, I agree with you on all of those fronts. Thank you very much. All right, all right. Uh, my opinion has never wavered on that. Including the data is a bit? Well, I don't think that's right, but that's okay. Yeah, well, okay, it is. But anyway. I think that came a little later, but that's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, okay. I mean, you know, 1967, I... Yeah. Uh, data is... Uh, wasn't popular enough in 67 and it's not like uh, Clapton and stuff were at the cream of the top at that point uh, to even have known about it. So For those who don't understand what Dadaism yeah. is, Dadaism is the exercise of making your audience literally think, say and feel what the fuck is going on. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, it was 67, but 1969, I'd go with you. But 67? No, that would be. That would no, be. Maybe by accident, because these boys would, like I said, like a different era, different time, like that we'll kind of stuff. We'll come to the track later. But that's okay. We'll come to the track you know, later. You know. um, but yeah, no, I, I, I agree. I think it's a very important album. I told you, like, you know, like 1967 is that watershed moment in modern music history. Totally. Um, actually, I take it back. I was, uh, contemporary music history. Make sure you use the right words. Big difference. Contemporary oh. music history. No, I actually think modern is the better way to better well, term. Contemporary is today, where modern is to probably from the thirties on. Uh, contemporary music history basically is 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 rock and roll. Okay, we're, you know. we're, we're splitting hairs. Moving oh. on. Well, you know. in the academic world, uh, fair call. We, we consider rock and roll to be rock and roll to be contemporary and everything past it. Um, yeah, because like you know, we have to take into account the last uh, two hundred years of music. Um, yeah, you know, which a lot of people don't. They're like, oh, well, like before rock and roll, there was jazz and there was blues. It's like, and before that, there was like three hundred years of classical music. Exactly. <laughs> no, no, and I will agree with you. There. Um, yeah, but I agree, it's still very important. Like, you know, and I've said, I've said to you in, in other conversations, my problem 
with this album it has nothing to do with its importance or where it's at or what went into it. I just look at it now in hindsight and go, there is some stuff you could have done better. That's all. That's all. It's great where, the way where, it is. What do you think, considering the time, because I think they only did it on an eight track at the time. Oh, I'm not talking about recording process at all. No, no, no. But I, but no, I, I, I'm talking about that's a part of it and part of the makeup of the album, um, because I don't think they were doubling tracks. Um, but what do you think could have been done better? What, what, what? Because I actually think it's almost a perfect album. Oh, I'm not there. No way. No way. Like, oh God. I, yeah. I, I, oh, absolutely. I think it did a ton of stuff and, and you know, like modern uh, contemporary music today wouldn't exist without it. Yeah. Uh, and I once again, with. and I get the time of the album, you know, but for, for me it's more the the song order, the track order, but we've spoken... You, we, we've spoken about this. We've spoken you, it countless you. times. I don't know who who the hell decided that, but the track order I think was uh, not the best, you know. So... Okay, fair call. Okay, so the thing that Jamie's so should we talk about, about here what, what, what? is strange brute, but it's not even just strange brute to be honest. It's the whole thing. So like talking about the track order, right? So we've got strange brute, sunshine of your love, yep. world of pain, world of pain, dance the night away, yep, blue condition. That's Which is side the first a. side of the album. That side would have been a. side A. Okay, yep. and side B, tales of of brave Ulysses. And Ulysses. Jamie can't say this next word, so I'll do it. Swallow Swabler. No, Swallabah. Swallabah. Whatever. Fucking hippies. Uh, <laughs> we're going wrong. Yep. Outside Woman Blues. Yep. Take It Back. Yep. And Mother's Lament. Yes. Okay. And for me, Side B is banger after banger after banger. Side A is, is, is to me, this... I don't, say, I don't know if it's a recording guy or who it was. I find it very eclectic, you know? I find that first one to be like Strange Brew matches a lot what's on the second side, uh, side B. Go through the tracks with us and then I'll go, then right. I'll impart. Go well, through, it, through the tracks with us. Because Strange Brew, great song, nothing against it. And when you hear it, you go, okay, yeah, okay, I'm there. And then you hear Sunshine of Your Love and, and you're like, holy fuck, this is a banger no matter what. And it just kind of makes you, for me, it makes me go, okay. That that first song wasn't as strong as the second one. Okay. Okay. And then I hear World of Pain, where I'm like, that is just so whatever the hell everyone else was doing at that time. Okay. Yeah. You know, it's a very 65, 66 on that, tune. But moving on. Um, Dance the Night Away has elements of some blues stuff, but definitely it reminds me of very uh, English countryside, English village. You know, it's kind of a happy song. Yeah, no, but go on. Um, and Blue Condition kind of brings you back, but it's. I, I still fear it's. It, it, that first A side has five songs that are all very different from one another. And that's cool if that's what you're going for. And once again, I understand that's 1967. They're buying albums. Really, who gives a crap? Because they've already spent their full mo- they've spent their full money on the album. That's just how it's going to be. And "Sunshine of Your Love" is a hit single that brings every Tom, Dick, and Harry to your gigs. So, really, who gives a shit? But then, when you hear "Side B," you go, "It's it's different." Like "Side B" has a bunch of songs that kind of all complement one another, except for "Mother's Lament." But but that's a period to the that's album. a period to whatever. It, correct. Yeah. It's just to me. I just kind of look at it and go, 
couldn't you have bought some of the side B tunes onto side A instead and made it a little bit more of a cohesive album? Like, I don't think they... And, I'm, and I probably am unfairly comparing it to Jimi Hendrix's stuff, but Jimi Hendrix at the same time in 1967 told a story from Go to Woe with his songs. I get the feeling that maybe they, that they had the songs to do it with this, but someone came in, I don't know if it was a record executive or if it was Cream itself, someone came in and went, yeah, okay, we're not going to tell this motherfucking story. What we're going to do is we're going to put them out in the order that I feel are the bangers. Okay. So... My argument to that is twofold. Actually, I take it back. Not the bangers that I feel will be the most popular. Okay. Um, my argument to that is twofold, and I and and parts of this I didn't we didn't talk about earlier, um, and parts of it we did. So my first argument and we is were sober. Um, my first <laughs> argument, true that, true that. My first argument is that if you were to take a hit. Of and not that we condone any drug use on the thirteenth bar. Just yeah. say no. Yeah. Just say. Just say no to the price tag. God damn it. Can 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 I? Can, uh, <laughs> where's the mull? But anyway, just say no. Just say no to four hundred dollars. Three hundred dollars is fine. Three hundred dollars fine. fine, 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 fine. <laughs> say no to the price tag. Hashish is good. Say no um, to the price tag. <laughs> Hashtag say no to the price tag. <laughs> um, if you took a hit of acid or if you took a hit of a joint or if you did some kind of substance before you listened to the album, the album would take you on a, a, a journey. An otherworldly journey. <sighs> sure. And... From the point of Strange Brew, Sunshine of Your Love, um, to World of Pain, to Dance the Night Away, which I will take. Uh, take. Uh, I'm going to give you World of Pain after some thought. I'm going to give you the World of Pain. It's a pop song. It's very 60s pop, dude. It's a pop song. Yeah, very 65, Dance the Night 66. Away, I still believe that you don't get it, but that's okay. We'll We'll, we'll go there in a little... But my second argument is, and I'm going to get your opinion on this, what if side A was the record executive choice and side B was Jack Bruce's choice? Uh, well, if anything, that just goes to back up my opinion. I agree. No, no, I do. I agree that, with that. You know, someone put, uh, someone listened to the whatever and went, well, side A has the tunes that are the most British. That will sell the most. That will sell the most. And side B, that sounds like that fucking American shit. Yeah. That sounds like that black shit. That ain't going to sell in this country. Well, except for Tales Brave Ulysses, which is an amazing song. If you listen to nothing else from this album, listen to the song Tales of the Brave Ulysses. That's the case my, let's just say black, let's say foreign. Like, you know, if anything, you should listen to that being like, I can see a record executive listening to that going, what's this Viking shit? Uh, that was, you know, that was spoken word. What is this word. Viking shit? You know, that I'm was gonna, spoken word over Side music. B, that Viking shit don't play in this country. No, Go over no. to Norway. That was that was spoken word over really good chords, really good music. That was fantastic. 
Like I said, it's still one of those things. And funnily enough, too, because like you know, most of the Clapton stuff is on the B side, but uh, okay, singing, so singing. He, he did Strange Brew, and he did half of Sunshine. Um, he did none of. I don't think he did anything else. To be honest, he didn't do anything else in that A side. I don't. I don't think he did World of Pain or Dance Another Way Blue Condition. No. You know, but then B side, yeah. He did. Uh, he he did. Oh no, he didn't do Take It Back. No, that was Jack Bruce. No, but he did more in the B side. What I'm saying. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. We're going wrong. He didn't do Swallow Bar. He didn't do. Oh, okay. Maybe no. Okay. No, no. It was. It uh, was. My, I don't but, know. But. It's funny you say that because the record executive, the president of CBS at the time, walked into the studio and said, Eric Clapton is the star. I have watched that. Like I said, I've seen that. uh, Interview. I've seen that classic albums, whatever it is. Actually, on Disraeli Gears, I think, to be honest. It was Disraeli Gears. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And and that's the thing, dance night, dancing the night away is actually literally about not doing drugs. Yeah, once again, no, no problem with that. Uh, and unlike you, I think this is where that thing is like, you know, like you look at it as a guitarist and someone who kind of grew up listening to it, you know, like. Oh no! Actually, this this I, this actually takes me away from guitar. I exactly. grew up hearing "Sunshine of Your Love." That was it. Okay, pickle. <laughs> and I, that's the only song I'd ever heard off this entire album. It was the only Cream song I'd heard pretty much until I went to university. Really? Well, I grew up in the country, mate. Like, what other Cream songs were popular from Sunshine You Love? Uh, White Room is probably the other. White Room and Crossroads. Okay, yeah, probably three. Probably White top Room. Songs. Yeah, White Room probably a fair bit. And Crossroads. Well, I heard every like, Tom Dick and Harry doing a blues cover of it. You know, including Eric doing one of his forty billion. But no, it. Cream was the only band to have right. ever done Crossroads. But Sunshine, I get bullshit. <laughs> but Sunshine of Your Love, like you know, no, no one ever did the cover. I just, I just always heard that one. Absolutely, okay. absolutely. Um, I went to uni, like with Music and Society. Of course, you know, we had to yep. study whatever it was. Like you know, those guys that went through it, and that was when I heard the full album for the first time. Right, and not until you brought it up, I was like, oh, I better listen to it again. Um, and I've got the book, and I've read the you know slow hand. Yep, the Eric Clapton book, you know, and he talks about quite a lot of stuff in here. And as I said, like it's a, I, I, I definitely think definitive, yeah, and it set the tone for where we are today, absolutely. But I'm still going to turn around in hindsight and say, uh, the, and I don't really care if the executive made the call or whoever did, uh, you know, in hindsight, I, considering it's still a definitive album and set the tone for what we have today. Could have been better by moving the songs around a bit. They're all great songs, but by moving the order of the songs around, it could have been even more iconic. And I know Eric's probably sitting there like, you know, in his bed right now, you know, with all the $100 euro notes and, you know, putting on the three layers of sheets because it's the winter over there, all with 100 euro notes, uh, going, what you talking about, Willis? Um, um, you know, or, or, or listen to this podcast well, when it gets released. Listen to this podcast, just being like, "Oh, what da da da, Jamie?" Like, no way. Uh, I can actually tell you, and Eric, uh, not that I think that you will ever listen to this podcast. Yeah, well. uh, but if you do, um, I'm does it have what da da da? Up on this, I'm going to back <laughs> you up on this. Uh, Eric says of many of those days with cream. Yeah, I can't remember exactly. See. <laughs> 
<laughs> and don't get me wrong, another thing that a lot of people I don't think would realise, 1967. Nineteen sixty-seven. Uh, that was. That you can was... tell from a lot of it. Sunshine of your love still sounds like something that anyone could put out today. I'm sorry. Well, that that was a lot to do with Eric because Eric demanded a lot of the engineer um, in in the room. I was talking about the way the song Eric, is written. Eric was, but if I, just going back to the sound, Eric was probably one of the few people that made sure or made what happened today in a recording studio happen. Uh, Eric, Eric was the guy who put, you know, the microphone or a series of microphones away from an amplifier. Yeah. yeah, Okay. No, no, that, that was his deal. That was his deal. That's a point. Like I said, but even like I said, sunshine of your love still sounds, doesn't sound dated. Like some of the other songs, Sound dated mainly because maybe because the some of the lyrics, you know, and then I get what they're going for. Oh, yeah. Once again, sixty-seven, I get it, you know, or some, all the rhythm, or the sound, and the idea of it, kind of thing. But "Sunshine of Your Love" literally, like, still sounds just as fresh today as it did. I oh, know. I will tell 67. you, sixty-seven. Some of the Satari kind of stuff, yeah, it does sound a little dated. But well. <laughs> And but well, the psychedelic stuff, you know, there's bits oh, where it's God. like you know, going with the stuff. Like, nothing wrong with that because I said, like, you know, all of it, a lot of the um, Hendrix stuff has that, you know. Like to me, Watchtower, even that's a Bob Dylan cover. Uh, Hendrix version of it, I still go, yeah, she's pretty sixties. Yeah, you know? but Hendrix you know? did a lot to that cover. I, I can tell the Beatles stuff from the sixties, the Stones stuff from the sixties, you know, but like. The only reason I know the Sunshine of Your Love is the 60s is because I know it's from 1967. I could play that to a lot of people, and they'd be like, oh, Eric Clapton, knowing Clapton from the 80s, and they'd go, 1980, right? Um, hey, late 70s, right? Question. question. Still sounds better than Smoke on Your Water, which didn't come out for, like, what, well, like 74? Question. Do you, do you think the same of Norwegian Wood? Uh, yes, Norwegian Wood is of its time. Absolutely. So you don't think it's like Sunshine of Your Love like it could be today? No. Really? No. No. Get back? Uh, no, actually. Get back is 70s. It is quite 70s. Really? Uh, Lyrical content? Or oh, hell production yeah. Value? Everything. Okay. Well, I'm not saying production value. I throw production value out because nowadays you can make anything sound like anything you want. That's very true. <laughs> it, you know, we know that very precisely. Well. <laughs> <laughs> right. I don't the, the song itself. We're in that, Melbourne you know, and we sound like know. an Austin band. <laughs> to me, though, it's it's something like, like uh, but um, uh, come together though. That's something that. Yeah, that's something that sounds before the noughties, I might have said differently, but since the and same with Sunshine of Your Love, to be honest. But since the year two thousand, like I, you hear come together and you're like. Sorry, I gotta do it now. That's it. I gotta you know? do it because we're there. Because we're there. I'm sorry, I gotta do it. Don't let me down. What da da da? <laughs> I'm ending the "Don't let get me down" screams. Maybe because my voice can't take. Don't let me down. <laughs> By the way, that's the difference, and that's why I'm the singer in the band. 
I'm just saying. Just saying. Just saying. Just saying. It's okay. It's okay. What? It's okay. What's the difference? The whole don't let me down thing. Oh, because your voice can't, my voice can't take it. Exactly. Well, that's because my normal voice is actually down here. I know. But, you know, for the sake of the podcast (laughs) and people I work with, I talk up here. (laughs) So hence when I do that stuff, my voice gets destroyed. Whereas you talk just where you damn sing. I do. I do. Thank you very much. Speaking of singing awesomely, which I don't. We're going to move on to... Oh, sorry. Wait. No, you don't. (laughs) (laughs) Did you just throw shit at me? Did you just throw shade on me? What da da da? What da da da? (laughs) (laughs) That was really well done. I just got to say that. That was actually really... That was was good. That's okay. That's okay. That's okay. You're channeling my inner Tim Curry. That was good. And Tissa. Patient. <laughs> uh, by the way, that is one of the best songs in the whole world. I'm going home oh, from the Rocky Horror Picture. Oh yeah, that is yeah. Um, my daughter, my daughter and I were in the car, right. and and I said how much I really dislike musicals, and she goes, "Oh, do you like all dis- Do you dislike all musicals?" And I went, "No, no, no. There are there are about three that I actually like." And she goes, "Which ones are they?" You and disgust I went, me. And I went, Jesus Christ Superstar. So in 1978 to 1982, yeah. Uh, hair. No, 1782, yep. Yeah. And Rocky Horror Picture. Okay, like you're kind of pretty transparent here, dude. <laughs> um, they are, and, and I, I actually don't like Rocky Horror Picture Show as a musical. I like the lore of it. But. I'm going home is probably do you like one the lore of, the best of the, songs. Sorry, do you like the lore of the car breaking down, them cheating. No, the, the lore same of dude. The, the, the lore of the 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 entity that is the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Oh, okay, with the whole like midnight costume dressing yeah, up thing, and how yeah. it was like off, but then it became a cold hit. And, and then Tim Curry hated being Frank, Frank and Furter, and now uh, he iconic. Now, now yeah. every dude wants to cross dress. Exactly, exactly, oh, okay. and and one of my favorite TV shows. And how everyone was like, world. Susan Sarandon ain't hot. Want a bed? Um, and then one Damn. of my. One of my favourite TV shows, uh, one of their lead actors actually played Frankenfurter after Tim Curry. Who's that? Um, so, uh, what's his name? I don't know where we go with this. What? Uh, so, uh, the guy who played Giles in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh, yeah. Uh, Stuart. Uh, Anthony Stewart Anthony Head. Stewart Head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He played okay. Frankenfurter. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I knew that. And I'm going like... Oh my god! So the law of okay. Rocky Horror gives me, but I'm going home is one of my one of my all time favorite songs. Okay, 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 okay. Well, speaking of all time favorite songs, yep, we should talk about one of our newest all time favorite songs. I'm going to let you go with this. I normally introduce it, but JR's going to do it. Because, because you don't remember. <laughs> this is what da what da da da. I didn't do that now. I didn't do it. It's gonna be my thing now. What da da da. 
That's cool because no one knows what it means, you know. Well, da, da, da. And those in the K-pop field will be like, "Oh, one of us, like one that? of us, one of us, one of us." I honestly, what's well, K-pop? K-pop's clean, dude. Oh, it's a good point. Right? I mean, like especially the girl groups, they're clean. They're clean. You know, it, it, it's only the dudes they let. You know, okay. Flaunt what they have. The chicks are all clean, so I don't know what da 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 means. But <laughs> right. we better hope it's, it's cool. not like wet. <laughs> what da da da? It sounds cool when you do it like that too. It just it rolls off the tongue, just like what she did. Da, da, da. What da da da? What da da da? Speaking of what da da da, uh, the song uh, that we have uh, to die, to die, to die. The song. Uh, is by uh, a group called Hazel and the Thief. I like this, by the way. I, I, I we listened to it before we we started up. It's we did. Great. I'd call it country. Called country. I'd go country. Country. country I'd country say pop. country. Country pop. Uh, you know, I'm not going to pigeonhole it, but yeah, you know, it's good country. Yes, it's kind of cool. It's awesome. Uh, and I love the fact you know the song's called uh, the year 2020. You know, so clearly it's about you know the whole. You know, How much everything. that you sucked ass. Pretty much everything <laughs> you had planned, and then you know, uh, 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 the Wuhan flu uh, came in and crushed it for us, and basically, you know, made a mess in the toilet bowl. Yeah, absolutely. It went what da 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 in the toilet bowl. Pretty much <laughs> because we think that's what it means. But um, <laughs> uh, the 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 band name. The Hazel and the Thief. The Hazel uh, and the Thief. Well, well no, 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 the, the Hazel. It's Hazel and the Thief. Hazel and the Thief you know, with you know, Year 2020. Really like this song. I do, I do. And I take it that the, 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 the singer is Hazel and the band is the Thief. I'm hoping so. Uh, otherwise, um, like, please, Hazel, like, reach out to us if we've got it wrong and Hazel's the... The band. The band, and you're the thief. I don't know. And if the thief's the singer, then, you know. That'd be kind of cool. Oh, but, but I'd we like get, to get it. Him in, I'd like to get him in to steal some shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, stealing our hearts away with some good country music. So, Hazel and the Thief, the year 2020. <laughs> Watching so much TV I'm told not to travel and stick to the local streets This morning I woke up with a bit of a cough I googled my symptoms to see what I got And I haven't left the house And I've followed all the rules Could I have this virus spread all over the news? So much worry and my life is no longer in a hurry More time to write a new song However this life it feels so wrong And I'm unemployed and my mortgage is due The kids are crying, I got cleaning to do Science says too much, tech is bad It's the only babysitter I have You gotta tell 
the person that is always right about retro music, and this is JR. What da da da? Barling. Like a vroom, 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 like a supersonic. What da da? What da da? Oh my god, who do you think you are? I'm a what da da da. <laughs> that was Hazel and the Thief with awesome. Year 2020. Thank you so much, Hazel and the That's Thief. That's good. That was good song. Awesome. Right? I was that so was, happy to you. see, like, you know, people releasing tunes again because they're like, gigs are coming, album launches are coming. Totally. No more they're sitting in a room surrounded by black curtains and fairy lights. Fairy lights can go back to Bunnings. I didn't have any fairy lights. Yeah, well, it's because you couldn't afford to go to Bunnings. I didn't want to go to Bunnings because it was outside. Well, there's no Bunnings near your house. But do you go? Do you what? Da, da, da. They, they do home delivery because it's not a home delivery. 
I love click and collect. What da da da? <laughs> I love click and collect too. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, that was an awesome song by Hazel and Thief. That was good. Uh, I should check out where, where, where they're from. Actually, why are you doing? Where, 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 where they're from? Where they're from? Should, by the way, I just want everybody to know that uh, uh, Jamie was incredibly wrong about Israeli gears. It is an incredible album. I never with said an it was incredible track list. Uh, ah. Incredible order. Mm. Um, Tales of the Brave Ulysses is one of the most awesome songs. While we will never condone drug use, um, it well, is an experience. Well, no, we don't condone the price tag. You know, I've never paid for drugs. Mate, you should come on my side of the fence. <laughs> No, I paid for drugs once. I, I paid for drugs when I bought some drugs for my bass player back in the day for his birthday. Hang on, hang on. What's this? It's uh Go. Sorry, they had the band launch at the Pig and Whistle in Germana. So I, I, I think they're Victorians. Victorian? I think they're Victorians. Victorian? Hit us up. Victorians? Hit us up. We'll sort it out for you. Um, I'm already checking here. Checking? Yeah, the the album launch at the Pig and Whistle in Germana. I know the Pig and Whistle game. In Germana? Germana. I didn't know Germana had a Pig and Whistle. Totally. Oh, why are you geeking there? What what, what are you smoking, Willis? Well, I haven't paid for stuff, so clearly nothing. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> there we go So they're Sorry The map put me out Because the map has them located Oh yeah Near Hastings Yeah okay There you go There we go There you go No wonder we like Oh jeez Louise What is that Oh my god You put the You put the music on In the In the In the Facebook preview <laughs> No, I forgot to mute the track from last time. <laughs> Shout out to uh, Static Motion. <laughs> I don't know if people will hear that because did you hear the music? Uh, I, I heard a little bit, yes. Oh, it's on my headphones. So it might have come through the mic. But, we'll see uh, how we go. Hazel the Thief. It's fantastic. <laughs> from down Germana Way. Good job, peoples. Um, uh, uh, I want to thank everybody for... Tuning in, uh, we we just need to thank our well, sponsors, um, should, uh, G&T One Sound. Uh, yes, absolutely, we should. You know, and all the artists they uh, promote and support, and totally. Um, you know, there's more stuff coming out this year now that the uh, COVID fog is lifting. What da da da? Now that's lifting, we're starting to get more gigs and everything. So, my God, I'm playing so many gigs right now. Support the GNT One Sound, absolutely, you know, and uh, you know, and this podcast, and um, you know, uh, but check the links in the description for all the merchant stuff. Merchandise, because right. there's a ton of cool stuff. If I don't say so myself, ton of cool stuff. Ton of cool stuff. There's some new stuff that went up that's Christmas related, just in time for Christmas in December. But it's like um, nine months away, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I finally remembered to put it up, so I just put it up, okay? It's like nine months away. Hey, hey. hey. If I had waited, I would have forgot. So it's like it. Christmas. It's so long I away. don't want da, da, da. 
I could do. But before we finish, yes, we, we like the retro record. We have to give it a score, dude. Oh, easy. You know? I'm gonna I, I'm gonna leave a little bit of room. Since it's retro record, should we say like you know out of five like Beethoven's? Uh, 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 no, I'm gonna give it. Uh, I want to give it out of ten Beethoven's. Uh, no, I'm gonna give it out of because it's retro records. That's what I mean. Ten out of ten tin pan alleys. Ten tin pan alleys. Yeah. I'm gonna. I just want to give you, it, one, one. One's enough, but that's okay. You know, I want to give it a little bit of room. I want to give it a little bit of room. Why are you doing ten? Everything else we was five. Why no, can't we just make it five? Because this is how much I really believe in this. Yeah, but I would have forgotten because next time we do one of these, everything All right, else is we'll five. We'll do it five because right? it's easier for you because you can't count to ten. Well, I'm well aware of that. Yeah, and I've okay. drank a lot of beer. Four and a half tin pan alleys out of five. Wow! Wow! Yeah. Seriously? Yeah. Four and a half. Four and a half. I'll give myself half of a tin pan alley room. Jeez. There are, I, I believe You this do this record. all the time. You come out of the gate blowing your load. I've told you. I, I No, no, but you asked me You should go see a doctor a, to help you. You asked me for an album. I gave you an album. No, this no. is that. No, okay. Mind-blowing. Where do you put it? Where do you put it then? Look, as I said, like uh, iconic and definitive and all that stuff. Um, as far as a retro record or record record, as far as a retro record, from you've my, been breathing a lot. Accent, I just wanted to know that. As far as a retro record with my accent, um, I would give it a four out of five tin pan alleys. Wow, okay. I'll give it a four because okay. out of because like you know, if we continue to talk about retro records, we're going to talk about some shit where you know y'all shouldn't listen to them. Um, totally. Uh, but this one definitely, you know, oh, we can God, come out of the yeah. gate. It's iconic and definitely, like you know, it's it, yeah. I think for, for me, four out of five uh, tin pan alleys. This is four and a half out of five for me. It is uh, the like I said, it's one of my ten desert island records. Four out of five, you know. Uh, so here's my counter to your four and a half. All right, four out of five tin pan alleys. Yep. Um. And uh, $3 million uh, from Fender thanking Eric Clapton for all the sales they've given him. Uh, he has given them because of this goddamn album. Because everyone who peer plays Sunshine of Your Love is like, I can only do it on a Fender. Really? You're going to shortchange him? $3 million? Try 30 Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> but, you know. It's COVID, you know, people are struggling with the money, you know. You know, it's yeah. heavily rumoured he bought his own Blackie Stratocaster for oh, like two and a half million dollars or whatever did. it was. Of course he did. Yeah. You know, he's like, for Crossroads Rehab Center. Fender wouldn't exist if it weren't for this album, you know? Actually, the reality Hendrix is... Hendrix did some stuff, but... No, I mean, he did this but, album on an SG and a Les Paul. He didn't yeah. do it on a Fender. But it didn't matter because afterwards it was Fender, 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 Fender. Him and Jimmy essentially created this ridiculous, stupid-ass high school world we have where everyone's got to have a fender. Um, uh, to part, in part, it was Eric, Jimmy, Richie Blackmore, and David Gilmore. 
Yeah, so you, I mean, like, yeah, so for me, you know, all of the sixty-seven bands. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I count the legends. So, like, you know, like Richie Blackman, I can go. You know, suck my big toe. Um, You'd be uh, wrong in that, but Eric and Jimmy, absolutely. I would say that. You know, I knew a fender because of those two. Uh, David Gilmore and Richie Blackmore are the same. Yeah, but I didn't discover Fender because of those ones. And I'm a trump player out in the sticks. Yeah, and that's your problem, not Jimmy mine. and Eric. I didn't say I was. A, I'm not <laughs> short, short, short-sightedness and I'm slurring small words. What da, 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 da. <laughs> it's okay, don't worry. He'll be better next time. I'll be sober. <laughs> Less, Less drunk. Oh, yeah, less sober. You're right. Yes. <laughs> On that note, this is the 13th bar. We're going to catch you next month. We're going to catch you next month with a bit, with another topic. We're going to catch you next month with our normal segments. We're going to catch you next month with another one of JR's stupid, stupid additives. But, you know, we love him just the same. I am Pete Hatchell. This is... JR. What da da da? This is the 13th bar. We are out of here. Lots of love. Catch you next time.